Hi there. Welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on the speaking life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. How do you become an unforgettable speaker? The speaker that everyone will remember. Well, at least they'll remember your message. Now, there are a lot of ways to do this, and we're going to dive in very soon. But first, are you on my email list? I'm telling you, this is where you need to be. We've got fun stuff coming up. I don't want you to miss out. You can find and sign up for that email list at takethestagepodcast.com. All you have to do is click on resources and grab a resource or scroll to the bottom. The second thing is, are you in the Facebook group? It's Take the Stage Speakers. If you're not there, I want you to go now and join. Just search Take the Stage Speakers. And I'm going to ask one last thing. Don't ask this often. But I would love if you would give me a rating on whatever platform you listen to this podcast. I've been podcasting now for about 150 episodes, and I would love to know if you're enjoying it. And if you hate it, yeah, don't don't give me a rating. (laughs) But if you hate it, you wouldn't be listening. So I'm so excited you're here with me today. Today, I want to talk about how to be that unforgettable speaker, the one that people remember and talk about in a week, in a month, and in a year. So how do you do that? We've talked a lot through our time together on how to craft messages, how to make messages, but this is not something I've ever tackled. It's something I know, and it's in my brain, but I'm excited to pour it out to you today. So I have five tips on how to become that memorable speaker. Now, in one of them, I'm going to go ahead and and give you just a little snippet into that. I will be talking about, you know, sticky statements. So let's get started with our five tips on how you can become an unfortunate forgettable speaker. Tip one, have one central message. Now, you know, I talk about the signature message and how you need to have a signature message. It needs to be about one central theme. If you're talking about overcoming the fear of walking down an alley, then everything around it is about the fear of walking down an alley. That's a silly example. But in one of my messages, I talk about overcoming that checkbox faith, that autopilot faith. Everything I talk about is around that central theme. If you have more than one central theme, people get lost. And we've all been to those events when you hear someone talking, maybe they start talking about you know, how they um, overcame depression and how God moved in their life. And the next thing you know, they're talking about how they have now are working through another issue. And we're like, well, what are we talking about? Have one central message. Stay on point with that message. Number two, tell stories that matter. 
and fit your audience. Recently, I was speaking to a group of senior adults, and the story I typically tell around this message was geared much more to moms. So I had to rethink through, and I thought, I have another story. So I pulled out a different story that was about my grandson. And that made more sense to this audience, and it resonated with them so much better. Same point, same central message, a story that resonated with an audience that could appreciate grandparenthood more than parenthood because they were more in the season of grandparenthood. Case in point, if you are sharing with a group of Uh, preschool moms or new moms, and you're talking about just the challenges of raising children, you're not going to talk about the challenges of teenagers because that's not where they're at. You're not going to talk about how you sit up at night and worry because your teens are out driving. Those women are going to throw things at you because they don't get a free moment So you're going to have to rethink your story and go back to a story of when you were younger if you're telling a mom's story. So number two, tell stories that matter and fit your audience. This is why it's so important that you ask that event planner, what is the age of your audience? I was speaking at a women's event and I was talking about the power of Southern women. And I said, what is the age of this audience? And the age of the audience was 50, 45, 50 and up. Now, I had a few young women in there, but I talked a lot about being raised by women that were born in the 50s and grandparents. And so that really resonated with them. We laughed about our mothers, you know, doing home perms and sitting under hair dryers. Those things resonated with that audience. Now, if everyone in that audience had been 20, they wouldn't have a clue what I was talking about. But I adapted my story to fit the audience I was speaking to. Number three, bring the right energy. Oftentimes when we get on stage, particularly if you are in a very large room, you have to bring very big energy. It feels almost over the top. If you are on a larger stage, If you're on a smaller stage in a smaller room, you still have to bring energy, but you temper that energy to the room. You don't want to be overly dramatic if you're speaking to a group of 10 people in a small, you know, 20 by 20 classroom. And at the same time, you don't want to use that type of energy on a stage that has a 20 foot stage with, you know, 500 people in the room. Create the energy that fits the room. And also, don't be afraid to be big and bold. I see speakers step on the stage and they become so intimidated by the bigness of the room, by the the large room, that they kind of shrink into themselves. Don't do that. Blossom out. Bring the right energy. If you are telling a hard story, you may be more somber. If you're telling a funny story, your voice will probably go up and you will possibly talk in a little bit faster um, speed and pace than you do when you're explaining something very difficult and hard. 
Did you feel the different energy in that? That's what I mean about energy also. Not just what the room needs, what the audience needs, but what the story demands. How do you leverage this story and use it to temper the energy in the room? You don't tell a story about a hard thing with a huge smile on your face because people don't know what to do with that. At the same time, you don't tell a funny story in a somber tone unless you're doing it with a very, very dry wit. And that can work, but it does take a lot of practice. All right, so we've got one, our central message to tell stories that matter and fit your audience. Three, bring the right energy. Four, be relatable. Be relatable. Hear me on this. No one wants to hear from the speaker who has it all together. If you stand on the stage and tell me how you know all the things I need to do if I want to achieve the greatness you have achieved, I'm checking out. Here's a fun story. It's been probably 20 years ago. And I was headed to an event and I'm looking at the lineup. No names mentioned. You won't know this person anyway. It was somebody more local to me. And I'm looking at who the speakers are and excited to be going. And I see a name on there and she'd recently published a book and she was going to be speaking on parenting. And so, you know, I'm a parent. I was wanting to hear this. Well, I get there and I'm in the conference and I'm in this breakout session and I'm listening to the speaker who is essentially giving me a list of rules of if I do all these things, then I will have these great children. Now, what I knew about this speaker is that her children were all under the age of eight. Yeah, you heard me, under the age of eight. At this point, I had a teenager, barely teenager, and a young school-age child. And I'm looking at this woman going, you don't have a clue, lady. She was not relatable. If she had been more honest and said, hey, let me talk to you about the things that have worked for me. Now, I've only been parenting for eight years. I would have leaned in. Be relatable. Be honest. Not a one of us have all the answers to all the questions. I don't want to learn from somebody who has all the answers. I want to learn from somebody who's messed it up and said, hey, I did this and it didn't work. And let me tell you what God taught me in that. That's who I want to hear from. Be someone that people want to hear from. There is a beauty in authenticity. And when I use the word authenticity, I don't mean share every dark secret you had on the stage. That's not authenticity. That's like word vomit, okay? That's emotional sabotage. Authenticity is when you are honest and say, this is the struggle I went through. When I talk about having that faith that was autopilot, that was a checkbox faith, I'm being completely honest in that God had to do something huge in my life to get my attention. And I'm honest that, you know what, this was the woman who led all the Bible studies, who led the prayer teams, who got the women together. And I had become the woman who just checked boxes on her faith. That's relatable. I'm honest. I don't tell all the dark secrets of my life, 
but I tell some of the secrets of that part of my life. So that was number four, be relatable. Now, number five, be repeatable. This is your sticky statement. It's the thing that people are going to come back to. One of the ones I have on my desk right now on a message that I am processing and prepping and preparing is forward-focused faith. I want a faith that is always looking to the future, a faith that is looking for what God is doing next, a faith that is always facing forward. Not that I never look back and remember. I do. I remember and I embrace those memories But my heart and my faith is moving forward, a forward-focused faith. That's the sticky statement for that message. I have a sticky statement that I've used in another message about friendship that is, her success is not your failure. Her success is not my failure. A sticky statement is something that sticks with your audience once you're gone. It is repeatable. It is the thing when someone asks the person who saw you speak last week, they'll go, oh, well, tell me a little bit about her. And they're going to say, let me tell you what she said. She has this phrase, forward-focused faith, and it keeps running around and around in my head. Be repeatable, quotable, tweetable, Instagrammable, That is what that sticky statement is all about. Now, sticky statements take a while. They don't just pop out of nowhere. They start ugly and messy, and then you fine-tune them. So let's go back over everything. One central message, focus on one thing to talk about. Two, tell stories that matter and fit your audience. Three, bring the right energy to your audience. Four, be relatable. Be the person they want to hear from. And five, be repeatable. Use those sticky statements well. All right, there you have it. There are just a few steps on how you can become that unforgettable speaker. I'll see you over in the Facebook group, right? Bye for now. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you will find links in the show notes, and those can be found wherever you're listening to this or at takethestagepodcast.com. I'm Mary R. Snyder, and as always, I am here to help you craft a message that matters and take that message to the stage. Until next week, have a good one.